Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. We are back for day three with Allison Morrow and we're having a great conversation about unschooling slash simplified homeschooling. And this is part of our homeschool survival series. Um, This has been a fun topic because it's very different. Like she said, and I think it was the first episode, take your traditional school, what most of us grew up with and do the complete opposite of that. (laughs) And and these are the kids who are not going to sit in a classroom. They're not going to sit and do worksheets for hours a day. They're not going to have a very structured way of schooling and education and academics, but they're still going to get what they need. And so we're going to continue talking about that today. We're going to talk about the last two pillars. She's talked about seven pillars um, for simplified homeschooling, and those have been um, religion, um, which which we talked about a biblical worldview and, and how we can teach that to our kids, reasoning, reading, writing, arithmetic, and then today we're going to talk about responsibility and recreation. But before we get back into our topic, um, I want to thank our sponsor, CTC Math. If you guys are looking for a great math curriculum, go to ctcmath.com. Try them out for free. You guys will not be disappointed. It's such a great program. My girls have really loved it. And as a family, it has been a blessing to us. And for me as a mom, it has been a huge blessing to me. So ctcmath.com, check them out. Um, Allison, welcome back. I'm glad to have you back again with me today to finish out this conversation and talking about um, simplified homeschooling and what that can look like and how we can implement this into our homeschool if this is kind of how our family rolls. And this is a great way for families who are, you know, maybe they do a lot of traveling and they, they're out and about a lot, or, um, you know, maybe even a a family who, I know many, many families who have children who are, uh, you know, maybe they've got some sort of medical need. And so they spend a lot of time at doctor's offices and on the road, having to drive back and forth to different things. Um, or maybe a family who just, wants to just simplify things. <laughs> Whatever yeah. your situation is, um, this is this is for you. This is the encouragement for you. So let's talk about the next one. This is the sixth pillar and this is responsibility. So responsibility kind of is an umbrella term for things like character and learning, you know, those life skill things that they're going to need to know when they go off on their own, you know, when they get that first apartment or if they do go to college, which yes, by the way, you can simplify homeschool a child who's going to go to college. This mm-hmm. is not about a an education that is less than. Sure. It is about an education that is delivered in such a way that your kids really get to steer a lot of things and get to do things in a more holistic way. Sure. But they're still going to get what they need to go off to college, right? So when they do that, though, they need to know how to do the laundry. They need to know how to cook. They need to know how to clean. Yep. Um, they need to know how to manage their time. They need to know how to organize. They need to know, you know, the things that we think of when we think of someone who is a responsible person, you know? And so that can look like a lot of different things, depending obviously on the age of the kids. The first thing uh, that I always tell parents is if your child is not yet helping around the house, that needs to change now. Yes. This is a team. We are a team yeah. and I am not the maid. I don't do everything. My family knows I'm a horrible cook. Oh, me too. Um, and so, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not the only one. Yay. I love it. And so I tell you, know, so my kids know, like sometimes they're going to have to step up and make dinner. Yeah. If they want, if they want, you know, X, <laughs> Y, Z, edible. like yeah. <laughs> if they don't just want a bagel, then they're going to need to go figure it out. Right. So when, um, when they're young, it means teaching them how to put the dishes away, how to fold the laundry, 
how to hang things up, how to properly clean their room. Mm -hmm. And then as they get older, you can start turning over bigger responsibilities. Like, hey, every Monday you are going to make dinner. That's going to be your thing. Mm -hmm. You are in charge for the whole family. You're going to make dinner on Mondays. And they get even older and you can say, um, you, you know, there's all these things that you want to do that you want the money for. Um, why don't you get a job? Yeah. Why don't you learn how to put yourself out there, learn, get those, build those skills. My 16 year old just had her first official job this year and it was in food service, which she decided she's never going to do again, <laughs> but I was so proud of her. And I'm like, everybody needs to work in food service and see what that is like. Yeah. Right. And she learned so much. She was fantastic and had never done it before. They loved her and they were so impressed with how quickly she learned and how motivated she was. Mm -hmm. um, all things that because she got to choose what she was doing and she got to say, hey, I want money. And I said, great, go get a job because I don't have anything to give you. And that's what she did. And so they, they have these opportunities, particularly mm -hmm. as homeschoolers and particularly when you're doing simplified homeschooling, they're not tied up with schoolwork for eight hours a day. Right. So they have the time yep. to have their education and then go have a job and still have time to hang out with friends, still have time to volunteer, still have downtime, which we'll talk about when we talk about recreation. Um, but all these different things. And again, in the very first episode, we talked about how you can really take like a very high you know, 30,000 foot view of, of these pillars and how it's not about having your little checklist and every day saying, Oh, got to make sure we've done this and done this and done this. Right. With things like responsibility, it's really, it's a life thing. Sure. It is a life skill. And it is part of being in this family means that you're going to have some responsibility, but then also as you get older and I'm seeing, you know, your time getting nearer and nearer to being out in the world on your own, we need to make sure that you know how to do that, right? how to budget, how to, you know, our daughter just got her first debit card. We finally hooked her up with, with all of that. And, you know, the first statement came and she went to throw it away. And I'm like, hold on, you need to look <laughs> at this. Like, you need to make sure you know what these charges are. Make sure there's not something on there that's right. not yours. Little things like that, they're not going to know unless we sit them down and we show them, hey, yeah. we, this is this is how you do this. Yeah. So that's kind of that that idea behind responsibility. Yeah. Sometimes I think we just assume that our kids are going to know how to do life as an adult. And mm -hmm. we were recently, it was not that long ago, um, at a doctor's office. And I was, was it a doctor's office? I can't remember what it was, but it was somewhere where we had to fill out a form. I don't think it was a doctor's mm, office, but yeah. you know, fill out the form. And so I handed it to yeah. my daughter and I was like, here you go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, ah. um, and I walked her through it, but you know, those are things that as adults, we just, we take it and we fill out the form for all of our kids, wherever we go. Mm -hmm. And those are life skills that they need to know how to do. And there's simple things that we don't really I don't think we're intentional about those sometimes. And, you know, we figure it out. I mean, it, it's not like, you know, you've got a 50 year old who's like, I don't know how to fill out a form. I mean, they, <laughs> yeah. just, they can figure it out. It just, it becomes so second nature to us. Right. We just do it. Right. And, 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 and it sometimes is one of those things where you're like, oh, it's faster if I just do it myself. Right. Like, it's just going to be easier if I just do it myself. And we need to get out of that thinking. And remember, it's not about what's easiest necessarily. Yeah. It's about what is the right thing to be doing right now. And sometimes, yes, the easy way to go is what you definitely need to do. But when you can to be able to say, okay, it is going to take five minutes longer, but yeah. I'm going to have you do this and I'll right. sit next to you and we'll figure it out together. And I'll, you know, I'll help you when you have questions, but yeah. you need to be the one yeah. figuring out how to do this now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun. It's fun to walk them through adulthood. We had another situation just recently where my, I wanted my daughter to make a phone call 
um, to another adult. And she was like, I'm so scared. And I'm like, you got this. <laughs> and, so, and she did great, but you know, it, it was, it, she needed to ask for something. And, um, uh-huh. you know, she was just nervous about calling another adult, you know, she can call her friends all day long, <laughs> right. um, but, but it was so cute. And she was just like, I don't, I'm so nervous. <laughs> like, yeah. It's okay. You're going to be all right. You're going to make it through this. We can do this together. Um, but it's fun. It's fun teaching them how to be responsible for these things. And I mm-hmm. like your reminder that oftentimes things don't go as quickly as we want them to, you know, I'm one that I'm like, but I want you to move so much faster and I can do it so much faster myself and I can do it better myself, but that doesn't help Mm -hmm. our kids. It doesn't teach them the things that they need to learn. And so, man, talk about growing mom's patience and dad's patience is (laughs) put your kids in front of the, you know, dishwasher and say, do the dishes. And, (laughs) um, you know, it takes them three hours to do what would take us about, you know, 10 minutes. (laughs) But that's okay. They're still learning. So let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Are you struggling with managing homeschooling your child on a day-to-day basis? BJU Press has a new homeschool planner that can simplify your homeschooling. With BJU Press Homeschool Hub, you can see your child's work for each day, track grades, and grade assignments all in one organized system. The BJU Press Homeschool Hub can make your experience more manageable and more enjoyable. You can have the resources you need for painless planning and happy homeschooling. Visit BJUPressHomeschool.com to see how the Hub can improve your homeschooling. Parents everywhere are waking up to the fact that God is calling them to teach their children His Word. BibleQuest gives you a plan and resources to do just that, using the incredibly effective classical model. Help your students memorize biblical information through games and scripture memory songs. Build their understanding with easy-to-use Bible discussions. Mentor them to wise doers and sharers of the Word. Biblical knowledge, understanding, and wisdom for a lifetime. Try four weeks free at BibleQuestClassical.com forward slash rocked. R-O-C-K-E-D. That's BibleQuestClassical.com forward slash rocked. R-O-C-K-E-D. We are back with Allison and uh, let's talk about this last pillar. We've got a few minutes left. And so the last one is recreation. This is a fun word. I love recreation because <laughs> I love having thing, everything to do with recreation. So let's yes. talk about this. <laughs> so the idea behind recreation, it, it is not just about outdoors. It's not just about sports. It's not just about, um, you know, physical activity. All of that is under this kind of this umbrella of this pillar but it is also really about teaching our kids a proper rhythm of life. Mm-hmm. And this is something that particularly as Americans, we are not good at this. We are not good at resting. We are not good at taking time off. We are not yeah. good at um, giving our brain a break. We are constantly inundated with video and audio and noise and social media and all these things. And we are starting to forget how to have what, what I've seen termed radical downtime, mm-hmm. letting our brains daydream. And there's, there is a fantastic book, which I'm now going to forget the name of because I'm on the spot to remember it. I will remember it when I tell you, when I remember it, I will let you know. And, um, oh, the self-driven child, oh, self-driven okay. child. And, um, they talk about how children are wired. What's hilarious is that they're not homeschoolers. It's written by two psychologists. Everything they talk about is 100% in line with homeschooling. They never once mentioned homeschooling. Oh. <laughs> and all the things they're talking about, giving kids agency, helping them learn interest, uh, develop intrinsic motivation, making their own choices, all this stuff. It's like, that's what we do in homeschooling. Right. And 
And they're like bending over backwards trying to help parents figure out how to do this in public school. I'm like, uh, just bring them home. They don't even have to worry about it. Right. But one of the things they talk about is radical downtime and how when you daydream and when you get good sleep, mm. your brain does things that it cannot do at other times. Our brains literally need to daydream. And how often do we do that anymore? Yeah. The minute we stop being stimulated by this, mm-hmm. we go find stimulation over here. Right. The minute this conversation stops, I pick up my phone and I go to, you know, Candy Crush or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and our brains never have a time to take a break. Yeah. And so part of recreation is teaching our children the work rest rhythm that you you work for a while and then you take a break. And when we, you know, when mm. we're doing um, academics, it's, you know, hey, your brain needs a break. You can't sit and do, yeah. you know, math for 40 minutes. Like, oh my gosh, you know, your brain is going to short yeah. out. You've got to take a break. Get up, move around, go get a snack, go, you know, but even just disengaging mm-hmm. and being quiet and just closing your eyes and just kind of huh, like, we need to do that. And yeah. we need to teach our kids how to do that. And we need to do it ourselves. Mm-hmm so that they can see us doing that and we can make that a value and say, this is something, I'm not just telling you to do it because it's important, but I'm gonna do it for myself. And that is super hard. One of the things that I have noticed lately is how much homeschooling changes me and it Mm. forces me to be better in so many things. I am not an outdoor person. We used to live in Colorado and said, we always used to say, we are the very worst Coloradans. We were surrounded by mountains. We never went hiking. Uh, and we lived in California. <laughs> we never went to the beach. I'm just, I'm not an outdoor person. Yeah. Like, I like to be on my couch. And I have been forcing myself to get outside more. And I'm like, God has created the world and it feeds us. When yeah. we have contact with nature, like physical contact with nature, it changes your brain. Gardening can help with depression and anxiety because there's something about your fingers in the dirt that triggers calm in your brain. It's Mm -hmm. the craziest thing. And even they say that even like looking at pictures of nature, like if you're like stuck in the middle of the city and you can't even see a tree from where you live, (laughs) you know, having on your TV screen, having a picture of a forest, how even that can help your your anxiety, slow down your heart rate and your blood pressure and all these things. So I'm trying to get myself to go outside more because I know that God has created me to benefit from that, even though I don't want to. Um, But it forces me then to model for my kids. Hey, this is important. Mm -hmm. This is, I've recognized this about myself. I'm not good at this. I need to get better at this. Come with me. Make it easier on me. I have a child who would live outside and be feral if she could. Yeah. And so she's, you know, the minute I say I'm going to go outside, she's like thrilled. Oh my gosh, mom's finally coming outside. <laughs> and so, you know, it's a, it's an opportunity for us to bond. So if you've got a kid who loves going out and you're not so much like that, or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe yeah. you do like being outside and you have kids that don't really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Looking for ways to do it Again, like we were saying in the first episode, you're looking for ways to come alongside your child's nature and work with who God has made them to be. Some of us do not like the outdoors, but get a picnic blanket and some snacks and you can get pretty much anybody outside, right? Like, so you just take it in little, little bites. But again, it's, it's about learning how to relax. It's about learning how to disengage. Mm -hmm. It's about learning to have margin in our schedule about having a Sabbath, having downtime, not doing certain things on certain days, um, you know, turning off devices at a certain time, making sure you're getting enough sleep, like these little things that kind of overlaps into responsibility a little bit there too sometimes. Um, But just teaching our kids that 
hobbies and doing things just for fun, not because it's a learning experience, not turning something into, you know, you could turn that into a business. You could turn that into a job. <laughs> Let kids just do things just because they're fun. Yeah. That's okay. You know, um, but that's kind of kind of the philosophy behind that whole uh, recreation yeah. pillar. Love it. Love it. All right. So we have talked about uh, worldview, reasoning, reading, writing, arithmetic, responsibility, and recreation. And those are all the seven pillars of simplified homeschooling. And so I hope this has been a great encouragement to our listeners. Um, I'm sure that it has. I have one last question for you because I know this is a question that as people are listening, this is they're going to ask it. They're going to say, but what about... So I'll ask you this last question before we close. What about transcripts? So for that high school student who they need to have a transcript, whether for their state or because they plan on going to university or something. Mm -hmm. um, what do you do with that? How do you, how do you uh, create a transcript with a simplified homeschooling schedule and lifestyle like this? So when you get into those like high school years, even if you're not using curriculum and, and doing the whole thing very formally, mm -hmm. you're going to want to start taking some notes. What is it that your child is doing what have they learned about? What have they covered? You don't have to get super, super detailed, but start looking for, um, you know, the, the general areas of interest and things that they are spending their time on, the things that they're learning. Mm -hmm. Start keeping a list of those things because then you can create your own classes out of those and mm -hmm. say, well, gosh, they did a, they did a lot with, um, space. They were totally, there was that, that one time back when they were 16, where they, for like six months, they were outside with the telescope and they were watching videos and do, you know, take all that and go, okay, well, astronomy, there you go. That was, that's a science credit and put it together. Um, there are specific ways to create actual, like official transcripts. And, uh, there's a really fantastic resource called the home scholar. And she mm -hmm. is all about, uh, transcripts and yep. she has resources specifically for kids who come from an unschooling, a more holistic approach. Um, she has resources for those parents to help you figure out how do we take all of this, yeah. this kind of education and turn it into what colleges are looking for. Yeah. So yes, you absolutely can. Um, it, it might look different. There are, di there's no one specific way to do a transcript. And then we kind of tend yeah. to think, oh, there's, there's one right way. And there's not, there's lots of different ways that you can do that. And she's got some great resources on how to do that. Awesome. Sounds great. All right. Well, thank you, Allison, so much for your time this week. Thank you for your wisdom and just for sharing with us um, and, and giving us this, this last flavor of homeschooling, talking about unschooling. This is so much fun. I really do appreciate uh, you being with us. Tell us again real quick where people can find out more about you. Yes. Come find me at goodschooling.net goodschooling.net. We'll put that link in the show notes as well. She's also on YouTube and on Facebook. So we'll put those links in as well. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. I hope you've been greatly encouraged. Um, if you would like to consider helping to support the ministry of Schoolhouse Rocked, we would love that. Go to schoolhouserocked.com. You'll see a donate here button. Um, we would absolutely love that. We would be encouraged by that as we are continuing this ministry with the podcast, with traveling, we're taking Schoolhouse Rocked on the road. Everything that we do, of course, um, is to help support and encourage and equip the homeschooling community. And so we would love to continue doing that. And the only way we can do that is by the support of our sponsors and our listeners combined. So please consider donating to the Schoolhouse Rocked ministry, schoolhouserocked.com. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day and we'll see you back here next week. Bye. Bye. 
what we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.